You know what never hurts anybody? You don't hurt anybody. Welcome back to the Pantless Podcast. Here's your host, Austin and Travis. Take it away, guys. What's up? What Howdy is ho, Ranger Joe. On? Let's get the set up. There we are. Uh, are you? Are we clear? Are we ready for takeoff? Sure, we are ready. All right. So, cue the intro song, and then let's get this going. Already. Oh, did we already do that? We already did oh. that. Well, good job. Good hey. job. We made it. This is episode nine, right? Episode nine. Yeah. I'm back, everyone. If you've made it this far into today's show, you must really love us. So hit all those buttons that you're supposed to hit, so you can know what we're doing when we're doing it. All of two seconds in. Yeah. This is guaranteed to be the like you've already heard the best part of the show. It is all downhill from here. Yes. We, but we got... start up here and just slowly start Yes. water sliding our way down. Yes. Exactly. So how have you been doing, sir? Oh man, I am fantastic. Heard you had a I rough love... heard you had a rough night. It wasn't rough. It was fun. I got some pizza out of the deal. I gotta get my workouts in. I gotta I gotta maneuver a, a big old truck. It was fun. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. So, what are you right. up to? Are you, are you ready to do a show? I mean, I thought we were already doing the show. That's right. That's right. We did the intro and everything. What's wrong with you today? It's it's early. I <laughs> stayed up extremely late. That's not, extremely that's, late that's watching this idea. movie that we are going to discuss later. Yeah. But we're going to do... Well, let's talk... I was just trying to think if there was some sports stuff we could talk about. Oh, I think there was something. Um, we have a new fantasy basketball champion. Oh, who? Who? Uh, it's uh, who did that? The the Los Chupacabras. Did. Let me see. That's who? Fake who's the? News. Let me see. Who's the manager of that? Oh, it's me. I won. Fake. <laughs> I won the league. I finished, I finished third in the league. It was fan. It. I felt bad. But I was telling, so I was telling David the Friday before he, you know, he had been beating me by, he was ranging between 150 and 300 the entire two weeks, even leading into Friday. He had a 150 or 200 point lead on me. And I told him, I said, I know you're probably feeling confident because, you know, he would always say something when he saw me. Yeah. I said, I'm telling you right now, I said, you don't know it, but you are going to have a bunch of guys not play on Sunday and I'm going to beat you by like five points and it's going to, I was like, that's what Travis did to me last year. I said, I'm going to do it to you this year. And he's like, whatever, whatever. And when I went to bed, it, I was still way down. It, all of his players were, it said that they were starting. And I was like, well, there goes my chance. I was hoping he was going to have some people not play. And he had four or five guys game time decision decide not to play. Yeah. And I beat him by 16 points. That's the that is the rough part of all fantasy sports. Yes, is that the last couple days, like last few days of fantasy, 
is the very end of the league year, right before leading off into playoffs. Uh, if I would have made the championship, I would have been without LeBron the entire two weeks. Or the yeah. entire back half, because I guess the Lakers didn't make playoffs. He had been, you know, somewhat hurt all year, on and off. And when they were officially eliminated from playoffs, he just went, done. And right. just set himself out the rest of the year. It was like, I, I'm not playing anymore. Like, I'm yeah. done with this. Yeah, and it really, it hurts the people with the best players, because especially the teams that are going into the playoffs. Yeah, they rest if the, guy, the, the guys that got you to your fantasy championship are the guys that the, the leagues, like, well, uh, we're going to rest you this this last week because we're locked into our spot. Yep, if they're locked into the playoffs and the rest of the games don't matter, yep, they'll just... Oh. Um, anyway, going back basketball it was it was great because david came up to me basically called me a prophet like i don't know how you did it he goes but you totally spoke he's like everything you said came to pass he goes that was crazy but you know what that means that means currently and hockey's almost over but as of right now i am the reigning champion in three of our four fantasy leagues yeah yep I have a feeling you're going to take me down in hockey because your team is I've got pretty it. pretty stout. It's a <laughs> but team I'm going all year. It, it, it's it's all the players <laughs> that have just I've I've kind of picked up hit and miss players throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I've kind of just kind of picked up some players that were gaining some steam. So we'll, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll have you'll have the same issues that David had, and it'll let me squeak in, because my players are high enough caliber that they score some points, but they might not be high enough caliber to be rested at the end of the season. So. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, be warned that on the 18th, we'll start baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Baseball lied to us. That's all I'm going to say. We'll go with that. Hey, football yeah. starts tomorrow. Foot, football starts tomorrow? The USFL kicks off their league year tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Okay. How exciting. Do they have any, like, no people fair. that used to be famous? I, I want to say... Like, it's, it's like Manti Teo and Johnny Manziel in that league? I think Manziel's in the league. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> All these people like checkered paths. So you've got teams the likes of the Michigan Panthers, the New Jersey Ooh. Generals, the Birmingham oh. Stallions, wow. Pittsburgh Maulers. The Mauler. M-A-U-L-E-R-S. M-A, yeah. Wow. Like it from it. <laughs> okay. New Orleans Breakers, Tampa Bay oh. Bandits. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Houston Gamblers. That's dumb. Philadelphia okay. Stars. The New Jersey Generals. <laughs> that's, that's again, I, I repeated that one twice. Um, you just repeated it once. Yeah. You said it twice. I did. Some of the, <laughs> I'm not sure if these are all accurate. Um... 
I'm not I wonder why some of these cities get a USFL and an NFL team. That just... Where? That's whack. Give us something. So it looks like the 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 four teams that play... The, there's eight teams. Uh, one, two, three. Eight teams. The New Jersey Generals, the Birmingham Stallions, they play t- tonight. Mm-hmm. Is it today the 16th? Yes. They play yeah. tonight on Fox and CBS. NBC. Two different ones. I think it's NBC. Fox. Is it Fox, CBS, and NBC? No, they use just Fox and NBC. What's 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 Peacock? That's uh, that's in. I think that's NBC. Yeah. So you got New Jersey and Birmingham play tonight, and then Houston Gamblers and Michigan Panthers play tomorrow. Philadelphia Stars, New Orleans Break, New Orleans Breakers play tomorrow afternoon. And then Tampa Bay Bandits and Pittsburgh Maulers play Sunday night on FS1. So one game's on USA, one's on Peacock and NBC, the other's on Fox, and then we got another one on FS1. They're all like all the networks. Well, there's only eight teams. Uh, they changed some rules around. They're, like they're they're in, they're trying out new football rules. Okay, elaborate. Which what are they trying well, to let's do? Let's go into this one. The USFL, the offense has three options after scoring a touchdown. Three options after scoring a touchdown? So it's no longer extra point and two-point conversion? They're throwing in something else? The first option is to kick an extra point from the 15-yard line for one point. The second option is to place the ball at the two-yard line and around a scrimmage play for two points. The third option is to place the ball at the 10-yard line for the opportunity to score three points, meaning a touchdown result in a maximum of nine points. Oh, look at that. Okay. It's going to be... I will laugh if, like, the first week goes by and nothing but extra points are kicked. Like, nobody even... Oh. Nobody I mean, you got... It, it, that would definitely be, like, an end of the game. Like, it would you've, seen the, you've seen it where, you know, like, oh, crap, we've, we need an extra point and a two-point conversion doesn't matter either. So we'll just kick the extra point and then try to come down and get an onside kick and... But now, if you've got the option to go for three, if one and two don't matter, you'll go turn three. I, I uh, that'll be interesting. I hope it goes over and be fun. If it goes well. I saw another rule. Teams will have two options to retain possession after scoring. The first option will be a traditional onside kick attempt from the 25 yard line. The second will be running a fourth and twelfth. I like this. I like this rule. Um, XFL, I think, tried this rule, or that other league that tried to start. <laughs> the second option to an onside kick will be running a fourth and twelve play from their own thirty-three yard line. If the team makes a first down, fantastic! It retains possession from that spot. If the team attempting the onside fails, however, the defense gets the ball wherever the offense is down. Interesting. I love that rule. I wish NFL would adopt that. Super interesting. So, at your own 33, you get the offense rolls out. It's 4th and 12. You have one play to make 12 yards. Right after you score. So, you can score a touchdown. Like, if you're down 
by 14 points. Yes. You could score a touchdown, go for three, then go for a fourth and 12 to get yep. the ball back, get your first down. Now the question is, can you score a touchdown on that fourth and 12? Yeah, probably. Like, I don't, I, like with no time, you could score fit or, well, do nine against. You could score 18 points. It doesn't. And only like seven seconds come off the clock. I don't know how that, that goes, but I would suppose if that play went for a touchdown, if you held married it at that point. Can I say that on here? Can I say yeah. That? Is, that, is that a... Is that, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can say Hail Mary. Okay. Hopefully we can, because yeah. we've just now said it twice. I, yeah. I imagine you can you could, you could go for a Hail Mary and get if you get the touchdown on that 4th and 12, like, if you scored with a second left, got the, got the 3 point, and you're down by, like, 1 or 2, and you do the 4th and 12, and you score on that play, too. Yeah. Like... I don't know how the rules, yeah. they, they didn't state that. Uh, overtime will be a shootout in which each team's offense will alternate plays against the opposing defense from the two-yard line. Each team will run a total of three plays. Each successful scoring attempt will receive two points. The team with the most points after each team has run three plays wins. The score is tied cool. after each tur- team runs three plays. Instead of going to- That's interesting. I like that. That's like a... Different spin on the college overtime. Kind of, yeah. It's it's kind of similar, but it's more like they said, like a shoot. It's it's very similar to like hockey or soccer. Yeah, like a shoot. You know, you yeah, yeah you each get it's, you know five shots, and whoever has the most points after you take those five shots wins. It, it, it's weird how you'll you'll run a play, and then offense and defense will swap. Like the teams will run offense and defense out, and then run a play. Then offense and defense will swap again. Yeah. Because I don't think you run three consecutive plays. I think you run a play, they run a play. You run a play, they yeah. run a play. And it's probably on the same side of the field. You're probably not swapping field. Right. It's probably right there. But then, yeah, once you run the – but once you swap, then you go to the opposite side of the field. It gets really clunky in those games that have, like, five overtimes. Is because one team will run out, and if they score, then the other team might score, and they'll score a touchdown. And then that team that just scored has to run all the way to the other side of the field well, yeah, then they run another offensive play, and then that defensive team, yeah. you know, they'll swap, and then they yeah. can score. And then if they score, then that team yeah, then comes right. And it's like, oh, my goodness. You know, we saw a few of those games in college last year, and it's just like, this yeah, is so clunky. If you're on defense first and, say, they kick a field goal, and your offense comes out, they kick a field goal, your offense stays on the field but goes to the other side of the field. Yeah. Like yep. the players all stay on the field, but just transfer across the fifty to the other twenty-five and try again, and then, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. See here, yeah, two, it's clunky. I, I like to shoot out two forward passes. The offense will be allowed to throw two forward passes behind the line of scrimmage, expanding teams' playbooks while adding even more excitement to, and trick play potential to games. Two forward passes. So if you throw a forward pass. I'm sure you have to be behind the line of scrimmage, yes. though. You, I'm sure. Two forward passes behind the line of scrimmage, yes. Okay. So basically, okay. in the NFL, if you're the quarterback and you throw a pass, and the, say the offensive line, the defensive line bats it down and you catch it, you can't just throw again. You have to run or go down. 
Right. The best way to do it, best thing to do is just to bat it down. You can't, because you've already thrown the ball, you can't throw the ball again. Yep. Or if you throw a pass out to the flat, it has to go backwards if that's going to be a trick play for that wide receiver to throw the ball again. Yeah. So now you can drop back five yards. Yeah, you, you went invisible. Here. You went invisible. I can't see you anywhere. But yeah, it is like he said. But yeah, if it'll you increase throw the it, trickery. Yeah, if you drop five yards back, throw it out to the flat, and then he can throw it again. It's gonna make that. Wow. It'll be interesting. I'd like to see it. All kickoffs will be from the 25-yard line. Uh, if a pass does not cross the line of scrimmage, there can be no penalty for either offense, offensive pass interference or ineligible player downfield. This rule changes change opens the offense without undermining defense undergoing and foregoes punishment for infractions related to the play. So, it said there's no offensive pass interference. Well, here, here it says the penalty, defensive pass interference. The penalty for defensive pass interference will mirror the NCAA rules with exceptions. The, the defensive pass interference will be a spot foul if it occurs less than 15 yards. But it's a 15-yard penalty if the spot of the foul is beyond 15. The goal is to decrease uh, the punitive. Na- I like that. I don't like the spot foul in NFL. Right. I don't like, you know, if you're on the, you know, if you're 30 yards from the goal line and you just chunk up a Hail Mary into the end zone and hope for a, hope for a pass interference in the end zone, it puts you on the one yard line. Right. That's kind of cheesy. And there are teams that do it on purpose. Yeah. So. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I probably won't watch any of it, but I would I'd be I would love to see some I'd be curious to watch it. It's, it's it seems like it's one of those things where I wouldn't watch it on my own, but I would definitely like if I went out to eat and it was on TV, I'd be like watching it the whole time, you know, or if I was at a friend's house, I'd be like engaged, but I'm not going to sit on my own couch and watch it of my own accord. I may have to record it tonight cuz the the there's a race on tonight that I want to watch. So I'll record the USFL. Hey, do you got any breaking news? Did I, you, I did do you have get some hacked break- this week. Da, 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 da. Did, so, couple things. Cash app got wow. hacked. Did yeah. they? My did they my really? cash app got hacked. No, did they it? really didn't. No, it did not. <laughs> it really news. didn't. And you can't yell at me about fake yeah. News. Yeah. Well, it was kind of fake because after our last recording, I think this was off air, right? I didn't. I wasn't talking about it on air. This was just me and you after the I show. So. I think. Yeah. Yeah. After like, the oh, show, I gotta leave. I gotta take care of this. Yeah. I'm getting hacked. Yeah. I had a. I got a notification from Cash App saying that I spent three dollars and seven cents at Papa Murphy's in Claremore. Which, if you don't know what Papa Murphy's is, it's like a place that sells you 
frozen pizzas and then you take them home and you cook them. Which is so lame. <laughs> it's, it is wild, but I don't know. It's I could go to Walmart and buy a frozen pizza. Probably yeah. way cheaper. Probably. And just as good. But go on. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, I got to get this taken care of because I've never been to Papa Murphy's ever anywhere. And um, I called them up. I said, hey, I want to talk to you about a credit card transaction. And they said, I can't do that. I'm not the manager. The manager's out. Well, okay. I was like, I've got, I got an issue. Somebody spent $3.07 in here. And they're like, do you have cash app by chance? I was like, yes. And they're like, we've been getting lots of calls. And our corporate's looking into it. But it looks like cash app got hacked. And people are just giving us money from other people's cash apps. That's a weird hack. Like, people aren't getting anything. They're just spending your money just to give Papa Murphy's. So I'm telling my wife about it. You know, I've already locked my card, and uh, which is a nice little feature that Cash App has. You just hit a button, lock your card. Nobody can use it, and you can unlock it. And then my wife goes to Reddit, and the people in Reddit are all over it. And it turns out that if you buy something from Murphy USA, which is little gas stations in front of some Walmarts. All, all Walmarts in Oklahoma has a Murphy's USA. Does it? All right. I believe so. Most. All, all your newer Walmarts, all the ones I ever see, in, at least in Oklahoma, I don't, uh, in Missouri as well when I go there. Yeah. They've gone. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. They're, owned, so, they're all, it's all owned by the same corporate. Gotcha. But anyway, so Cash App, for some reason, it pops up as Papa Murphy's when you go to Murphy USA. Totally different company. And I did purchase something from Murphy USA, and so everything was fine, and I was able to hit the button, unlock my Cash App card, but Papa Murphy's, you know, their corporate is telling everybody that Cash App's been hacked, As you should. when really, <laughs> it's just a, a coding yeah. error. Sounds like and, Papa Murphy's corporate needs to do what your wife did, and rely on Reddit. <laughs> do some research before they just start going, oh gosh, we're getting hacked. Or it's not even them. They're just getting free money if in their eyeballs. They don't know. It's That's weird. But, yeah, so fake breaking news, not breaking. Hey. Anybody that has Cash App, just don't freak out if you have a Papa Murphy's transaction. If you went to Murphy USA. I don't know if you guys noticed, if you're on our YouTube, but Batman made an appearance on our YouTube shorts this week. Yes, there is a... Um, in our fantasy league, I don't know how Batman it, got access to our uh, channel, but you know, yeah, it's totally there's, not well because you saw the Joker. <laughs> Go get out of here, dogs! Trying to tell me she needs outside, and I'm not going to take her outside. I wouldn't either. I'm not no. taking her outside. No, somebody else needs to take the dog outside. Yeah. I ain't doing it. Get him. But um. Anyway, so yeah, the Joker joined our fantasy baseball league, and it's apparently it's got Batman all worked up, and yeah. he's he's probably going to be making regular weekly appearances. If he, I was Batman, I would. He I would. If I was Batman, I would be calling out not just the team that is gunning for me, but I would be calling out all of my opponents after each week is over. I would have something to say if I was Batman. So, if you folks know. like that short, let us know. 
he can make more appearances. Not related to fantasy sports. Maybe. Oh, 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 oh! I, we'll talk. I'll see if I can call him. Yeah, let's let's talk to Batman. I like I like that. Who knows? Little twenty-five Batman, twenty-five second Batman blurbs. Yeah. So, you know what? We watched the movie. Hold on, hold on. Can we get into the, the real, real breaking news, not the fake breaking news? Oh, oh I thought we were just going to move on. No, I didn't realize hold on, just real super fast, news. super fast. Talk More to your sources. News. But I heard that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle visited the Queen for the first time. Like, they were together visiting the Queen for the first time in over two years since they kind of bounced from England and moved to California. So... I don't know if she was happy about or if the queen was happy about it or upset about it or, you know, what their relationships are. My sources aren't telling me anything. But um, they're saying they made, they went and visited. So that was nice. Got to love family. You know anything about it? Are your people telling you anything? That's, that's what I'm hearing. Okay, good. As long as we're all on the same page. Oh. Okay, so I heard, I heard in my sources that uh, uh-huh. Harry and Meghan were heading to, were heading to the Hague for the Invictus Games, which I don't know what that is. I saw I saw headlines about them heading to the Invictus Games, um, uh-huh. and made a pit stop on their way through to visit the Queen. So that wasn't even the reason they were uh, They were just like, Well, that oh, makes it even nicer. By the way, what's going Where's... on? We're leaving. Okay, well, that's... Somewhere else to go. They didn't that's make sweeter. a didn't... dedicated trip to the UK just to see the Queen. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, as long as we're on the same page. Now, let's get yeah. to our movie. What? We had a movie? Wait, wait. Just one second. Before we get to the movie. Going back to fantasy. We're all over the place today. We are all over the place. I want you... Do you realize that... Probably not. The second... The Gox outscored the next highest team by more points than that team scored in the second... The whole second week that they played combined. Like that team that got third, the uh, Washington football team in our basketball league, <laughs> scored like 800 points in week two. And the Gox outscored, like overall outscored them by 1,100 points. You're talking about what they scored overall by what I scored overall this week? They, they out, in the playoffs, they outscored you by 1,100 total points. Yeah. And you only scored 800 and something points in that second week of the two-week playoff. Yeah. So, like, like you couldn't even have, if you had another week and played exactly, like, he was done playing, and you played a third week and scored what you did in the second week, you still wouldn't have beat him with a third week. I, I just want you to know that after I lost the first <laughs> round, I stopped paying attention to it completely, so I... I wasn't adjusting rosters every day. So I scored 2201 without even trying. Gotcha. I probably could have That's I probably could have posted another thousand if I'd have been actually, you know, doing matchup acquisitions and moving stuff around. 
Uh, okay, okay. All right. So I think we watched a movie. But on the other news, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Retro, Retro movie first night. review. I first night. So was this your first time seeing it? I first time I've seen it in twenty years, probably. If I had seen it before, mm-hmm. I it was vaguely familiar. But good movie. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I. I mean, it's I, kind of an it, odd movie to to see Richard Greer in, though. <clears throat> That's a role that I don't really could have foreseen him in. <clears throat> that more like fantasy, a like like a knight role, or what are we talking like? What kind of role? Like an arrogant guy role, or I see him doing more modern movies, not like medieval, like King Arthur style movies, right? Like, you know, shorter hair, you know, in a suit. Right. Not a traveling knight that's poor. <laughs> right. Making money off of his sword play. But it just shows was, how uh, good of an actor he is. How... Yeah, I was curious in the whole... I don't know if this was... If this is a side story, if this is a complete retelling, but I've always thought of, like, this was like, bam, bam, like, Arthur and Guinevere together, like, just for a split second, and then Lancelot just shows up at the end of Arthur's reign, and that's not how it goes in most of the no, I think Arthur tales, right? Because usually, so Guinevere... usually Lancelot is with Arthur for a long time. From like, he's one of Arthur. When they, yeah. Like, he... Lancelot and Arthur are, like... They're generally, like... they're the, Lancelot's one of the main... Like, his right-hand man to... Uh, help bring Camelot. Like, they build Camelot together and the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. Which, they don't name or hardly talk about the other knights of the table. They're there. But they yeah. never name them. No, the only ones you hear are that Maligant, and then and who was the ex-knight, ex and then Lancelot, who took his place. But there was all the all other knights were there, but I don't remember their names. Yeah, we didn't get to see Brave, 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 Brave Sir Robin. Brave, 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 Brave <laughs> Sir Robin. <laughs> Oh, uh. <laughs> but yeah. So it was that was a. It was interesting. It was interesting in that that telling that telling. But uh, I don't know. Good How young did Sean Connery look? He looked old. <laughs> All the other actors looked young, and I was trying to figure out who who the guy that played uh, Maligant was. Yeah, did you get it? I... He's not exactly who I thought he was. He actually passed away in 2012. Oh, wow. He's a, like an old school uh, British stage actor. Okay. And film act, he, you know, he transitioned to film acting. But yeah, he's one of the, he's like an old school British stage actor. So. He did well. He yeah. did well. A lot of those guys. Are like re- because are like some of my favorite actors because they 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 really get into it because stage acting is a completely different talent. Right. Yeah, it is. 
So, uh, I, I want to say the guy that played uh, Emperor Palpatine in the Star Wars movies, in the prequels. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the first, like, he had not really, he was the Emperor in episode, in the original episodes. They had to make him look younger for 1, 2, and 3. That's but what I thought. His role in as the Emperor in the original movies back in the 70s and 80s, that's the only role he, he'd ever really done. He was a stage actor. And they pulled him, they pulled him off and was like, here, do this role. The first time the Emperor show, the, the first time the Emperor actually shows up in Star Wars, I'm kind of going a tangent here. Right. Played by yeah. a female. Really? The yeah. first appearance that you see in... What? Four? In the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New Hope. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a woman that's all got a bunch of the makeup and stuff with the hood. And then in five, he comes in as the Emperor. Back to first night. I got Back to first it. night. Speaking of first night, I need to make a correction on a previous statement that I made. I think it was last week regarding Moon Knight. Okay. Uh, if I made it on air, I misspoke, but I had been told that a Moon Knight actor passed away, the guy who played Poe in the new Star Wars movies or whatever, the guy who plays Moon Knight. Oscar. That was a mistake. It wasn't. It was the guy who plays Midnight Man in Moon Knight passed away. So, not the Moon Knight actor who plays Moon Knight, the Moon Knight actor who plays Midnight Man. So, if I made that okay. statement on this show, that was wrong. <laughs> if I didn't make it, and I just made it to somebody in person, if you're watching this or listening <sighs> to this, I'm sorry. That was wrong. It was Midnight Man, not Moon Knight. Have you, so, have you, when you when you see Midnight Man, he's... I don't know. I, I'm not caught up. I've always new seen... show? Yes. I don't know. I've watched all the episodes. They haven't mentioned them. There's just three, right? Is there three? Yeah, there's only been three episodes. I haven't haven't seen the last one. I've seen the first two. I don't know if a Midnight Man has shown up yet. Okay. He might not have. He might not have. Back to first night. So, (laughs) man, this is a show tangents. Yeah. (laughs) Back to first night. (laughs) We are just absolutely all over the place. (laughs) Metacritic, 30 critics for first night. I think Metacritic loved this movie and they are going to give it a 78 wrong oh they did not not they 57 57 that's the road seven only 17 users out of 10 17 users out of oh seven out of on a scale of one to ten (laughs) 17 out of 10 users gave it a 3.4 no i think the the users I'm usually more. I'm. I'm a user, that so you are. I loved it. They probably didn't love it as much as I did, but I still think they're going to give it an eight point one. You were closer on this one, but still wrong. Eight? No, <laughs> seven point eight. Seven point eight. Ooh, that, that was pretty. That was pretty dang close. Three tenths of a percent. Come on, come on. Three tenths. Hey, you. Yeah. You were closer than your first guess. Yeah. So. Critics gave it 14 positive, 13 mixed, 3 negative. Users gave it 15 positive, 2 mixed, 0 negative. 
The Philadelphia Inquirer gave it a 75. Inspired by the great Technicolor epics of Hollywood yesteryear. First Night despise its flaws as engaging fun. It is. Big words. The Seattle Times gave it a 25. Maybe the Arthurian legend is un. Maybe the Arthurian legend is unfilmable. There has never been a successful cinematic adaptation. There still isn't. Bad films are forgivable. Ouch. First night is not. <laughs> wow. That was a rough critique. Um, I wonder as- if he hated this movie. I wonder you know, if he's not a I love, fan. I love, love, love the um, King Arthur stories. I love the movies, anything regarding King Arthur. But I can absolutely see where there's never really been, like, in terms of, you know, the Arthur movies, you would think Disney yeah. Sword in the Stone is probably number one. And then... And then First Night is probably number two out of uh, all the movies. There was another... Well, I mean, you know, was... Monty Python and Holy Grail is pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's was, probably that's that's probably the... number two. That's probably number two, right below uh, Disney's Sword of the Stone. There was that animated one called Camelot. You remember that one? No. Is this, is this old? Is this new? Older. Older. It's older. Like how older is older? Like you know, I'm I've been around a while, so like, are we talking Quest for Camelot? Quest for Camelot. I don't think I've I don't think I've seen that one. If it's the one I think it is, Uh yeah, it's got a double-headed dragon in it. One of the one of the it's kind of a animated comedy kind of thing. It's got Carrie Ulways, Yules, however you spell it. He, he's he's a voice actor. Yeah, he's a voice. Gary Oldman, Pierce Brosnan. That that's an all star cast, and that's a TV show. No, it's 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 a movie. Not that's on movie. not available to watch anywhere. You'll have to watch it on your own. We're not going to review that one because I'm not going to try oh. to find it. <laughs> that's fair. There's also one that came out in 98 called Just Camelot that's an animated movie. Uh, Quest for Camelot came out in 98. Wow. I missed that one. We gotta, we gotta check it out. It's a good one. If you want to watch a good animated King Arthur or just an... I don't know. I, I don't remember much about it. I just know that there there's a uh, double-headed dragon. There's a two-headed dragon. And the two heads are always arguing. <laughs> so. Anyway, yeah. Arthur failed, but I enjoyed it. What's a, what's old Chuck E. Cassidy got to say about this? Oh, I, I haven't even. <laughs> oh, you haven't pulled I haven't pulled uh, we, we actually have Erica Milvey. Oh, okay. All right. We've All had right. her That's... before. All right. I think this is going to be a rough one there, our chief. Oh, no. 
You don't think she liked it? She, she she didn't she didn't fall for uh, Richard Gere like Guinevere. I promise by the end of by the end in the midsummer you will kiss me. Um, she he actually failed that by the way because she was already married. But yep. she said twelve plus two star. Ooh, rough. Yeah, uh, one one parent review said twelve. Plus three star. One okay. kid says <laughs> twelve plus five stars. Dang kid, I guess I'm just a big old kid. I don't. I would have definitely been a five star. I gave it a. I'd gave it a. I'd give it a, a, a. You know, a stern four. I'm not sure if it's quite a five star movie. Like it's not the best thing Sean Connery's done. I'm not a huge Richard Greer fan. Right. So. Yeah, and I, I will admit, watching it now that I'm a little bit older, it wasn't as good as I remember. So I think my five is based solely on nostalgia. It probably could have been. Uh, this says, hokey, no. star-studded take on King Arthur legend. Hokey? What was hokey about it? I'm not really sure, but I don't get that word. <laughs> H O K E Y. I don't. I don't. I don't, usually, you know, when the somebody says something's hokey, it's like cheesy. I don't know what's so super cheesy about it, but so, whatever. Positive messages. Positive messages. I bet they would give this a three. Ooh, okay. Issues of justice and decency are, are the at the forefront of characters' thoughts and actions throughout. Many instances in which characters must choose between self-interest and decency, betrayal or loyalty, personal happiness or a greater good. Arthur's former knight, Maligan, has chosen a path of vigilance and disloyalty. Lancelot and Guinevere must also weigh their personal interests with their values, their country's interests, and their allegiance to their king. Even King Arthur eventually must weigh his need for revenge and personal satisfaction with the forgiveness and the need of his people. A lot of words. There's a lot of words. I don't know. I thought just the sacrificial nature of Arthur with everything that he went through should have at least given it a three. Yeah. Counterbalancing, you know, all of the the negativity, the dishonorable Lancelot. That was one thing I didn't like. They just really made Lancelot kind of unlikable. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but uh, almost like he was like the anti-hero of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She cut out positive role models and representations. That's not even, just not even here. Okay. We're going to kick straight into violence. This one's going to be tough because it, there was nothing gory, but it was there was, there was violence throughout the there was a violence throughout the whole movie. There was some blood. I, I get, there was some blood, but it wasn't like, you know, you would see swords slashing people's necks, but then you would have like you would see somebody, somebody would have like a little smear on their face, you know, weird. Um 
I'm going to go with a three. It could be a four, but I'm going to say three just because it wasn't as gory as it could have been despite all the violence. Gave it a three. All right. He said no outright gore. You agree. But oodles, she said, but oodles. (laughs) This hokey movie has oodles of (laughs) something. (laughs) But oodles of old fangled violence. This hokey movie has oodles of fangled violets. Is that the name of this episode? Uh, old fangled violets? Yes, please. Oodles. Hokey old fangled. Yeah, hokey oodles. I don't know. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you're, you're good. You'll figure it out. It says hokey. I don't know. Go. go. Okay, so <laughs> I got to start back over. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> no, no outright gore, but oodles of old fangled violence. Vanquishment, thrashing, maiming, spearing arson and all the death and destruction than one army of ruthless warlords can do innocent village oh that was wrong on sentence mostly women and children are traumatized and orphaned and widowed not killed themselves the wide assortment of medieval slingshots flaming bow and arrows mallets and other weapons are generally violent but not vividly awful okay to confuse on that one. I like I like the fact that she used vanquish also. Yeah. Sex. Sex. Um I would personally give it a two, but the kiss because it was just kissing, but the sensual kissing. They were pretty passionate kisses, so I think she might have given it a three just because of the passion of the kiss. Would you give it? I would give it a two. She gave it a one. Okay, that's fair. Said overtones of erotic suggestiveness and light bodice ripping. That was a heavy <laughs> bodice rip. I mean, he had to really give it a good tug. But most of the sexual energy hinges on desire and not consummation. Right, that's fair. But there was kind of that conversation between him and that bad guy that first grabbed her. It was oh, yeah. kind of like, okay, this is awkward, and I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. <laughs> I mean, I know he was just doing it to save her, but it was it was awkward, nevertheless. Language. I don't, I don't remember any language. I would say not present. Not even present. Not even. Okay. Okay. Even yeah. I don't. I don't even remember a word. Yeah. Consumerism. Not present. But it sold a lot of King Arthur toys. Um, <laughs> no, it's not present. Not even clickable. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking drugs and smoking. Also not clickable. Also not present. Okay, I was gonna say I don't think I I don't remember even seeing a chalice of wine. I don't see I didn't see anything. Alright, good. Parents need to know that first night is a retelling of the King Arthur Guinevere Lancelot love triangle that has action, romance, and scades scads of bloody battle sequences, death, maiming, and other assorted medieval savagery. Still, it's more quality than quantity. Except, expect lots of red swords and red drenched clothing, but no gory displays of visible entrails, decapitations, or amputations. Now, my question about this movie: uh-huh. at the beginning of the movie, when Lancelot's in that one town, that first town, and he's doing the sword competition, yeah, and the guy they named Mark. Yeah. Were you thinking 
this guy's gonna have a big role in this movie. Like, Finney ne- ne- hardly ever. Sh- no, I I see definitely where you're going with this because like they didn't they didn't name a whole lot of characters. No. They didn't even name the Knights of the Round Table. You had Jacob, Correct. her messenger, yeah, Arthur, Guinevere, Lancelot, Maligan, and oh, Mark. There was, there was the old man that she that was her advisor in her, in the back of the town. I can't remember his name. The old monk that that wasn't Jacob. No, that that might did no. she did she ever even say his name? I thought she did. But she may not. But Mark, there's that scene when he's in the burning barn looking like revengeful and looking, you know. Yeah, he was like malignant. And like there's that stare down scene and he comes out. Then you see him go to Guinevere's, you know, place. They talk. You never see him again in the movie. Yep. Yeah. no, like they almost like they built up this character just to be like, and eh, now, right now, he's not now. He's like the ultimate snitch, like the most hardcore snitch of any movie. Like he gets his own name, and then his he gets a stare down with the villain of the yeah. entire movie, saving a village, and then his role is, I'm going to snitch and never come back. Yeah. I'm like, why have this intense stare-down scene if you're going to do nothing with it? Right. I don't get it. Why are we wasting time with this? Overall, great movie. Great. I think it's a great movie. Good movie. Worth a watch. Go Check watch it. Out. Go watch it. Now. It's, you've got a couple more days. This is only on Netflix until the 30th. I have figured out that I need to start paying more attention to that, by the way. Because it plainly says underneath, I, I I forget that Netflix does that, does give you a warning. I'm sometimes not smart enough to... Not smart. It's your, you just don't remember, even though it happens frequently on our show. Frequently. We're like, this is on Netflix, regular. we're going to watch it. Don't think uh, about it. Just forget. There is a movie... There's, I've found a couple movies. It's like I, oh, let me let me check this real quick because I think this one's going away too. Uh-huh. We want to completely go in a different direction. I don't have a calendar with me. No, do we? What are we? There's a movie I found, classic movie, that's okay. only on Netflix till April thirtieth. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Okay. That's a. That's a good one. Think about that one. I'm also thinking about doing, just because we just did First Night, have okay. we done uh, Monty Python Search the Holy Grail? Don't think we have. I think Life of Brian's the only one we've done. Why is that not on my list? I need to watch that movie. The Monty Python. I think that's the only Monty Python that we've done is the Life of Brian. So is that correct? I I believe that is correct. If it's not correct, it's been so long that we could watch it again, and who cares? I have a feeling that may have been one that we talked about without watching back in our early days. I'm trying to look for it on Netflix to make sure that it's going to be around. I saw it. Right. One thing that I've been thinking about uh, that we could keep in the back of our minds, aka forget 
before the end of tomorrow night. Um, we haven't really watched any, and maybe because, I don't know, maybe you're not into them, and I've never seen any of them, but, like, the Italian mafia gangster movies, like a, a Goodfellas or a Godfather or anything, like, I've never seen those, but, like, you know, there's a lot of those movies that are ranked up there as, like, greatest movies ever. It's like, am I missing I've, something? I've never watched, I, I don't think I've ever sat through a Godfather movie. I know people are going to be like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Say, so Monty Python, Search the Little Grail is still on here. And it's not leaving anytime soon. Right. Although, because I think they signed a huge contract to have all their stuff on Netflix a couple of years Probably. back. And I don't think it, I don't think it's going anywhere. So, do we, do we want to do Shawshank or do we want to try to look up a Godfather or do we want to do Monty Python? I'm not worry about Shawshank. But Shawshank's leaving soon, right? Yes. I think we should do Shawshank while we know it's, it's leaving. It's just a classic movie. Yeah, it's and a classic. I don't we remember haven't... the last time I've watched I don't, it. I was like a lot younger than I am now last time I saw that movie. So I yeah, don't remember so, yeah. anything about that movie. I think that's what, I think that's what we should do. We I haven't so we haven't done like a we haven't done a classically great movie in a long time, and since it's going away, you better jump on that. Let's let's do it. Shawshank Redemption. All right. And have some honorable mentions of movies that are you know just not that are a little bit newer. I saw that the Book of Eli is on Netflix. It's a good one. Yeah, uh, I was actually telling my mom about that movie. I was like, "If you haven't seen it, I was like, it's a great movie. You should watch it." Yeah, really good movie. Uh, I Frankenstein. I just saw that one's on here. Just added to my list. I have yet to see that one. I think if I've seen that, one. that was that that was a Legacy Studios movie, right? Am I wrong? Right? Wrong? Aaron Eckhart, Bill Nye. I don't. I don't know who all made it, but it's that he's running around as Frankenstein's monster. Hmm. And he, but it's like an action, like a it. It's like got a action style similar yeah. to uh, uh, that vampire lichen underworld, right? Underworld, yeah, similar, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that so, movie coming out, and surely never, I've seen I, it. I never watched. Surely it. I have. It came out, and I never watched it. it. came out in 2014. I thought it was newer than that. Hmm. Yeah, but, that's definitely something here, that I would have watched. Like, So I'm sure I've seen it. The sure. Last, the last two years has been an eternity. So, I mean, 2014 was like 30 years ago in, in the minds of yes. COVID. That's right. That's right. Yeah, COVID has, like, altered time as we know it. And so... So I could be 150 years old right now. I almost feel it. Your your age. I feel your age. Right. So we okay. haven't said it. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening yeah, we... in audio, leave us some sort of message. If you have any interesting news you wish me to add to the segment we didn't do this week, send it to us. I don't care what it is. I'll report on it. 
because I'm lazy and I want you guys to send me stuff. Yeah. So, you know what? I think that's uh, I think that's gonna be it. Is that gonna be it? Are we done? I think we're done. We're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna <laughs> Shawsh- We're gonna Shawshank our redemption. Redemption. Some good old old school Morgan Freeman. And on that, I think we're gone. Bye, folks. Later. Everything's fine. Everything, everything's fine.